0: Listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 This is straight out of Vegas, with the voice of Vegas. Your host, R.J. Bell. Me
3: number, me more and more. Me number, me
0: the pregame show America has always wanted.
4: I
3: the future,
0: I the future. From the Vegas Strip, here's RJ Bell.
5: You heard it, I'm RJ, live in Las Vegas, live on a Wednesday. Live on 225 FSR stations across this great, great nation. NBA is heating up, Tiger Woods talk, oh man. Yeah, the there's certain people, they get tears in their eyes when they start talking about Tiger. It's like their youth. They feel their youth coming back. Sports veterans listen. I'm a Jack Nicholas guy myself. <laughs> that's true. I believe you. Who has the most majors? I think Jack Nicholas. Think? I know Jack Nicholas. Google me, Chuck. Oh, that's different. <laughs> Sports veterans listen for the money. Sports fans listen to no more than their buddies. He is the fan who beats a man. AJ Hoff.
6: Thank you, RJ. There's been a full flip at the top of the MVP odds in the NBA. First place in the Eastern Conference, up for grabs tonight. And like you mentioned, talk heats up about Tiger Woods playing in the Masters. What is the Vegas lead?
5: Oh, I'm contractually obligated. Tiger Woods. We've got some good odds, though. So, let's let's kind of give the news on it, and then we'll get into the odds.
6: So, yesterday, 14 months after his life-threatening car crash, Tiger Woods played a test round. 18 holes at Augusta the national today vegas has, has odds up even though tiger hasn't fully confirmed that he will be playing in the tournament but odds went up for him to win to finish top 5 and to finish top 10
5: okay so just to be clear if he doesn't start if he doesn't start the tournament it will be a refund that's yes. how these bets go so let's close our eyes if unless you're driving <laughs> and ask ourselves is if tiger's in it what should be the odds of him winning it? Now I'm gonna I haven't seen these numbers. Okay. Okay, now here's there's a did you ever watch Taxi? It's an old show.
6: I've seen a couple episodes, I, never so, seen one.
5: So Louis De Palma was Danny DeVito, right? Yep. And at one point, and he was very greedy. And at one point there was a character, dad was really rich, and he said, Louis, I want you to watch my boy, watch over him, and I'll pay you an annual salary. So then in the next scene, you see Danny DeVito just thinking, and then he goes, "There's a number that's not too high, but it's also not too low." <laughs> well, that's what the bookies are thinking. How much can? How little can we offer, and still get all the action we want? That's how they're thinking. So, this isn't what I think it should be. Go ahead. Do you want me?
6: Do you want me to give you the favorite first, and let, let no, you? No, I uh, won't uh, do anything. Okay.
5: Um. What Rom or what? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. I think they're given 75 to 1. Oof. Cockroaches. What is it? C- cockroaches.
6: 40 to 1 Tiger Woods to win the Masters.
5: You know something. I think What would you say Mackenzie? 28th favorite. 28th favorite. Okay. I think this is illegal, so I won't do it, but but I was going to say, anyone that wants a bet, I'll give 50 to one. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. But I mean, my God, I, I thought you'd come in at 200. The funny thing is, and this is the absolute truth. Cockroaches. Well, Cockroaches. Yeah. That is. But here's the absolute truth. If they put it at 100 to one. They would make so much more money. I agree because they would make it where people are like, whoa, it's hundred to one," and it's like, "What's the true odds?" What's the? I mean, the guy won one Masters in like with well, the last twelve years when he was playing really well.
6: Oh. He just had his legs crushed. I mean, I, I mean, but if you look at Twitter, you'll see. Oh, remember he he won on a broken leg and going back to ancient history. That's
5: one of the great things about greats. There are good. There are heroic stories, right? Sure. And he did have. What did he have? A blown out knee, right? And what was it? Two thousand eight, the U.S. Open. I don't know. But all right. So let's read through some of the other odds here. Some of the other. Uh, you know, I don't know if these are going to be felonies or misdemeanors. Let's see.
6: <laughs> odds for Tiger to finish the top five.
5: Plus nine hundred, nine to one. That he's one of the five best golfers in the world. Okay,
6: and odds for Tiger to finish top ten plus four fifty.
5: Now let me ask you. Let me ask you something. Did I see this footage? My remembering is right. He played with his boy, right? Yes, and rode the cart. Yeah, he rode the cart, and also, I mean, it seemed like when he was walking, it seemed like he was almost like. Let's just say this: He didn't look like he was. Ne- I mean, like a typical seventy-year-old walked better. Would that be true? He,
6: he was not. He did not look good walking. But
5: no. but worse than a seventy-year-old.
6: I don't know many seventy-year-olds. So, but I, I would say on par with a, with a seventy. He looked like an old man. Is the way I would and put and it. And
5: again, I, I'm not saying he's not coming back. I mean, listen, I knew a guy that used to be a trainer at the University of Kansas, and he was an expert at water training. So, this is 15 years ago, maybe. And Tiger Woods got his number. Heard he was like one of the elite guys in a certain type of, you know, like resistance training in the water, which is always interesting because it takes away from the banging. You know, think about if you're running, right, in the water, you can get an aerobic exercise without a lot of pressure, right, on the joints. And he did a couple sessions with this guy. And, you know, he was a trainer at Kansas, he'd been around. He said, no one, he's never seen anyone with the intensity of tiger. So this is one stray workout that could have been who knows, he might have worked out, you know, legs earlier that day and as intense as anyone. So let's not forget tiger his ability to come back here is probably as good as anyone on earth i just don't think anyone on earth is going to be able to become this great that soon what year was this that your tournament uh probably 15 years ago okay i think people just but but mental but what i'm saying is whatever draw like tom brady is older than he was 10 years ago and i'm not saying tiger's in the shape relative to his age that brady is i'm saying that intensity is
6: like, you think it's mostly mental then like that That type of intensity.
5: I think that mental gets you to the maximum point you can physically. I think what I'm saying is that no matter who Tiger Woods was, probably no one else on Earth would be able to come back as quick as he'll be able to. But I don't think anyone could come back this quick. So I'm saying if you think there's two variables here, one is intensity of training. Number two is the physical limitations of the human body. I think that Tiger is going to get the top score possible on intensity, and human body score is going to be mighty good because he's a you know physically an elite person, but he is older.
6: Right. So if this if he were coming back from this accident 14 months after the uh, the fact, 15 years ago. You'd give him a lot better chance of being able to meet that physical.
5: Yeah, but I still would be wanting to fade him like crazy. Uh, I get it. Here. Yeah. Because, I mean, how many, uh, what kind of warm ups is he going to have? When is the Masters? It, it, uh, next weekend. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think the par three will necessarily be his warm up. <laughs> so, uh, by the way, and listen, I'm not saying this is the only thing that matters, but. Just in case for the youngsters out there, you know, I I tend to speak to the kids a lot. And, you know, just personally, I want them to know where I'm coming from. We want to make sure they're properly educated. Most majors of any golfer, Tiger Woods, second with 15, Jack Nicholas, The Ohio State University, 18. (laughs) Just no presented without editorial comment. Yeah. Any thoughts? Uh, I I mean no, I don't have any thoughts now, on it. Do you want? Do you want uh, to put? I'll give you fifty to one. I mean, this is between me and you in Las Vegas. I'll give you fifty to one. Oh,
6: I want nothing to do with Tiger Woods. No, I'm good.
5: <laughs> well, I mean, Tiger Woods won a lot of money for a lot
6: of. He money. did. That was a long now time like ago. Time.
5: <laughs> I tell you this though, so, getting to the human element for a second, I hope he comes back. Of
6: course, I mean it makes.
5: Well, I don't know your cynicism. It's hard to tell. No,
6: I'll tell you this. I don't. You'd be rooting against him. No, I I would root for him honestly. But I care. I don't care about golf when Tiger's not playing, and if Tiger's playing, there's some sort of interest built in for me. Like, oh, I get to see Tiger play. Like, I won't watch a golf tournament if Tiger isn't playing. I don't care.
5: And, and if he is playing,
6: I, I'll take my. Well, if he's playing in a major, I'll, I'll watch a couple of holes. I'm not going to watch the whole thing.
5: So, so, so the t- the Tiger difference for AJ Hawk. <laughs> Hoffman, let's be clear, AJ Hoffman. The Tiger difference is, if hold on, if he's in a major, mm-hmm. there's four times a year, and if he's leading on Sunday, if he's in contention if he's on in Sunday, contention on Sunday, you'll watch for 15 minutes. No, if he's in
6: contention on Sunday, I'll watch for probably an hour. Wow. Yeah.
5: So how how would we equate this? Uh, I mean, if we just did the math. How much was that worth to golf in a year? Do you think? Well, I
6: think when you consider that most people are probably a lot like me in their golf no, I'm watching about habits. You, though you, oh, I don't, <laughs> I don't know how much it's. I mean, at least a couple bucks.
5: I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they're worried.
6: Okay. <laughs> but do you, I mean, how, how 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 much golf do you watch in your life?
5: You know what's funny? About six months ago. I stumbled upon the 86 Masters which was like Jack, on YouTube. Yes, which was Jack <laughs> Nicklaus's um, you know, f- that was his famous, I think he was uh 46, maybe 47, I can't remember, but he was not 50 but almost. And this was at the time when if you were near 50 you weren't winning anything. And what was the most amazing thing about this? Remember Nicklaus was like six shots back coming into that day and Literally, if you go and watch it, and I ended up watching the first hour because I couldn't believe it. The whole first hour of the telecast, they didn't mention Jack Nicholas's name one time. So it's like he was so far back. That and he was like he didn't really start turning it on until like maybe the eighth or ninth hole.
6: Was it a situation where like they they thought maybe it was embarrassing to mention where he was in the well, field no, because, because he's because like he was like he's he was revered?
5: Still, no, because he was still close enough to come back and win. Yeah, this is the Sunday telecast. He was forty six in nineteen eighty six. And he ends up winning the tournament. But if you go and watch it right now, the first hour, I kept watching because I was just waiting to see what they said about him. I kept watching and watching. And then I got like morbidly curious like, when are they going to make it? And it was like well after the hour, they say, and Nicholas on 11 makes a birdie. And that was it for like another 10 minutes. Wow. So it was to show you, man. It's like, you know, something else similar to that? Is one time when I, it was like when um, before streaming, you know how the cable companies used to give you on demand, right? Sure. I guess they still do. Yep. Is they had the ABA All Star game on there, like from 74 or something. I said, and, but they had the slam dunk contest that Dr. J did the original jump from the foul line I, on a slam. Okay. I said, I'm gonna watch this. When he did that, there was like, I don't know, 40 people in the stands. <laughs> And he was like a good foot and a half in from the foul line. Oh. It was amazing, but it's like history and reality never the Twain shall meet.
6: I don't disagree with that, <laughs> although I never would have used it, "never the Twain shall meet." But
5: well, that's that's RJ versus A. Right, right. All right. When we come back, so just to be clear, Ti- we got, we got Tiger Woods. They're trying to steal his odds to win the Masters, and if he doesn't. Play, you get a refund, and his odds are? 40 to 1. 40 to 1. I put the odds at 240 to 1. Would this be like one of the most
6: miraculous things ever in sports if he were to win it?
5: I would think more miraculous than anything. Because
6: think about 2019 when he won after like an 11 year layoff. Everyone was like, "Oh my god, this is the most incredible thing ever," and it really was pretty incredible. Now two years, three well, not years after a layoff, that layoff,
5: it was in between
6: in between majors. That's what I mean. Yeah. But then three years later, after a major car wreck where his legs were crushed, if he were to come back and win, that would just be unprecedented.
5: It would. Well, yes. But, but I, he'd still be behind Nicholas, one, by two. by two. I would have to put Tiger ahead of Jack all time at okay, that point. OK, you know what? I feel pretty safe at this point. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty safe. But let's be human for a moment. This guy is amazing. And obviously, he's got his flaws. And But know, don't we all? Yes, some more than others, though I think generally, and this is what's so Shakespearean about life, is usually the things that make us if make are our best qualities are in a way, in other aspects, our worst qualities. Tiger's sense that he's above it, or that he's different, he's transcendent. He he doesn't have to play by the rules. Well, we saw that in per- Perkins. We saw that driving. But that's why he was able to win tournaments and no one else could win.
6: But it almost humanized Tiger, because before that stuff, Tiger did feel like he was on this different plane that, like, oh, he's got to be so focused. Nothing else matters but golf to Tiger. And then we find out, no, he's just like everybody else. He's got outside stuff going on, uh, too. See,
5: I think Tiger really suffered for that, meaning his brand, because he was so big. And he, he was almost like a superhero. And you're right. You can't relate to him, or you couldn't. You couldn't relate to Jordan either. The biggest brands you can't relate to. To be a big brand, you got to be relatable, right? But who relates to Leo DiCaprio? (laughs) No. Right? But but Leo is like the biggest brand in Hollywood. And I mean, you know, but listen, that's funny because you would think, because you had this disdain for uh, the Fresh Prince... <laughs> and it's like you would think that you would have felt like, "Hey, I can relate to him now, right So what happened there
6: i I can't relate to just going and hitting people for words all the time so
5: contemporaneously at the time when tiger had his act- or tiger was caught in his indiscretion, sure. Were you saying, you know something, I feel closer to him now. No,
6: (laughs) No, you you were crushing him. No, I was just saying the average. Of course I crushed him on air. You're not average? I I am average, but I think there's
5: a lot of. You're speaking for the average people. Why didn't you like him more? Oh, I probably liked him a little more. You said you crushed him. I did crush him. So you like people you crush? The people you like is who you crush the heart. I, I mean, I think we. Ha- there was well, your poor wife.
6: I know, I know. <laughs> no, but seriously, why? Because that was the story. Was that this guy who was was apparently seemingly flawless suddenly had this this glaring flaw? It had to be talked about.
5: Yeah. Well, I'm not saying don't talk about it. I'm saying you should say, hey, this humanizes him. Hey, I can relate to him more. Hey, I feel badly for him. You didn't say anything. I didn't feel bad for him, no. did it. Will Smith, I felt bad for. I didn't. I thought he did wrong. I think he probably should be punished. But I also think the consequences of this will be much bigger than they deserve to be. And obviously, and that's what's confusing in this day and age. At what point does mental health become the, okay, then... No blame can be given, because let's be candid, every day there's people going in front of judges, getting sent decades, decades in prison. Because they probably have a mental health problem.
6: We talked about this with Calvin Ridley. Like Calvin Ridley had to leave the NFL last year because of a mental health issue, and now he's being punished by that same NFL for an indiscretion that he had while taking a mental break.
5: And and, and I'll tell you this, yeah, that to me was hypocritical, and it's something I really zeroed in on. Well, not even hypocritical, insensitive. But I don't. I think as much as a year off of the NFL is 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 a punishment at that dollar figure that he makes. I think someone going to jail for you know, three nickels for 15 <laughs> is, 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 is so much worse. Oh, of course. And literally, let's be candid, what percentage of people you think that commit violent crimes would, by the definition of today, of mental health issues, like the Simmons-type definition, would meet the crime? Let me see. Ben Simmons or the guy that just shot uh, the 7-Eleven clerk? Let me see. I, who who's who's has more the, mentally yeah, disturbed? Yeah. Who's more mentally, tr- not disturbed, Troubled? Okay. What would you say? I, I would
6: say d- typically the, the violent criminal is going to be more mentally disturbed. Where's the
5: sympathy for this guy? There's none. There is none, isn't there? All right. Is there any, any who's the last person you had sympathy for? It would be our last question. Mackenzie. Okay, I get that. And that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I said, Mackenzie, I'm the only person probably in the country that could make you out to be a sympathetic figure. I mean, in your whole life, has anyone felt sorry for you? Uh, just this first time right now. That's what I'm saying. Is, is <laughs> It's like his whole life. Does it make you mad that I've, I've had no, sympathy no, he for you? It. He likes it. Okay. You like it, right? Sure. Because you want to be, like to you, the pressure's off, right? Just kind of be yourself. Everyone's going to feel badly for you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got it all <laughs> figured out. Don't worry. And you know what? That's the only reason I'm hard on him. To make it, it, me feel a, bad for him? No, for the, see, I know you think everything's about you, but it's about the hundreds of thousands
6: of others. I just mean to give him the opportunity to feel what it's like to have people no, look at him as an underdog. On
5: daughter. Twitter, I mean, what percentage of your tweets that are about the show are giving you sympathy?
4: Don't let RJ be too hard on you, man. Keep keep sticking in there, man. At least half of them, right? More than half,
6: yes. I get I get a lot of those too.
5: They're saying stick in there? Yeah,
6: yeah. Don't or let see, RJ you beat be, you down. You
5: should be embarrassed by that. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, you better come back. All right, that's what we'll do. We'll take our first break. <laughs> when we come back, I'm let, I'm letting AJ pick any topic he wants for five minutes and let's see him do, let's see him be an alpha. And dominate the show. Dominate, RJ. <laughs> Stay tuned.
6: Deal a dead battery. Head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. So next time you're having battery trouble, head to AutoZone, your battery solution, in America's number one battery destination. He's RJ Bell. I'm AJ Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio.
3: Straight out of Vegas! I disagree with intervention. I disagree with protocol. If you
1: speak out against the words, then the hammer's gonna fall. The government runs the business. The government
5: I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas.
6: And I'm A.J. Hoffman. Dealing with a dead battery, head to AutoZone, America's number 1 battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. So next time you're in battery trouble, head to AutoZone, your battery solution, and America's number 1 battery destination.
5: Great day to join us. In just a moment, A.J. gets his chance to be an alpha here, a radio alpha. battling and me, we'll see what he comes up with. Let's see if he can seem strong, macho, assured, Informed, convicted, high conviction, convincing, (laughs) convincing even. Or a lot of, how'd your picks do yesterday? I lost. Even with the rim protection? Even with the rim
6: protect. You know what, Fezzik and I did it. All those numbers, man. A Fezzik focus pod today you can check out on our podcast feed. And we talked about the the wise move in this turn to split your bet between first half under and total game under. You know something? And I I didn't do it yesterday.
5: rule, Rule one. So, this is your way of saying that you would have won. Like, if you would have played first half under, this was in the NIT, you would have won.
6: Had I done the pod with Fezzik yesterday, yes, I would have (laughs) won.
5: But I mean, do you understand?
6: Well, I would have split.
5: I mean, do you understand how few people, like, you would hear so much noise as radios are turning off across the country as you're trying to say, now, I know you'd like to have a pick on the side of this game. Now, I'm going to give you a total. But just to make sure you're not too happy, I'm going to make sure that you can't bet that total for the game. It's going to be called a first half total. Action junkies love that. No. Yeah. Are you really telling me about sports batters? Yes, you are. Yeah. So you've gone crazy. Uh, yes, <laughs> I <laughs> mean you <laughs> literally have gone insane. This is my
6: chance to be an alpha here, but I will say, yeah, No, uh, <laughs> but being an alpha isn't saying something absurd. What I will say is people want to make a bet and then an hour later have it settled and move on to the next bet. Yeah.
5: Okay. Actually, we got a li- we got a little bit, just about ten seconds of your analysis of yesterday's games. Let's hear it. Six, seven,
2: three. Oh, no 99. Ninety-nine.
5: number nine. Yeah, a lot of numbers. A lot of numbers. They didn't come to much, did they? Did not. But if only you had bet the first half, it would have been wise. I gotta tell you, that's one of the weakest moves I've ever heard. They like, say, "Well, you know, everyone. I don't want you know, I don't want to say, but I am gonna tell you if you had somehow bet the first half." All I'm saying is I learned
6: a lesson today. So was that's there
5: a all. Bunch of, Was there a bunch of foul shots at the end? No. So what's the difference?
6: Well there was 61 points scored in the first what half I'm 100 saying, in the second what half. are
5: trying to protect against is all the shots.
6: I think what happened was in that game there it ended up being a 20 point game in the first half which I didn't Usually expect Usually the a blowout
5: there to be. causes less scoring. No. Oh for sure. In
6: tournament play especially
5: when there's game when there's a game in 48 hours no,
6: in tournament play, it's the opposite, because you don't take your guys off the floor, would. typically. Well,
5: hold on a second. We've said that we said this to the nation, hold on, that when there's a game, and then there's a game in 48 hours, a team that has a big, big lead tends to take the foot off the gas and rest their players. I mean, I'm not saying they did it yesterday, but typically that's the case.
6: In the regular season, a team that's down 20 in the first half rolls over and dies, mm-hmm. and that's not the case in tournament play.
5: Okay, down twenty, but still, it wasn't about the that da- of keeping a tight rotation. I mean, did they keep their starters in the whole they game? Did. Well, they did. St. Bonaventure looked, played their starters the entire game. Look to fade them the next game. Well, they're out Maybe. now. Oh no I'm talking about the team that's winning Xavier yeah, yeah. the they, team that's win- yeah the, the team that's down isn't going to rest their players when their season's over if they lose <laughs> it's the team that's winning that's going to rest their players when let's say the game's out
6: And of Xavier they didn't really rest anybody because St. Bonnie made a run and made it close again but it like they got themselves back in the, into the game
5: A lot of talking about your loser
6: I don't want to talk about it anymore. I,
5: apparently, you could have said, not tough loss. Instead, you're like, but let me. I tried to say that. Okay. I apologize <laughs> to everyone out there. It wasn't, here's what I'm going to do I'm going to give a pick. I got to do it. It's almost like I appreciate it. You know it's like? Imagine you, you let's say your wife, you walk by and, and, and let's say she's cooking for the homeless people, but let's say somehow she invites them in. And lo and behold, she's the worst cook ever. Like, what you probably want to do is give a few gift certificates on the way out, like the Arby's or something, right? I've now got to somehow compensate. What should I give a pick? You know, I'll do an NFL win total. Okay. All right. So, great day to join. No, yesterday, if you've joined, you suffered, right? (laughs) The handicap and the loser, and having to hear the next day that it should have won somehow with some convoluted bet. But I'll make up for it. I will, and you know what? It won't get settled till next January. So <laughs> worst case, you know, we'll forget about it. But you know what? I actually like one of these a lot. Fastest growing show, blah blah blah. I Heart Radio, blah blah blah. It is seventy nine degrees here in Vegas. The neon is oscillating like AJ's conviction of his picks. All right, what are you gonna do? With your th- that was not alpha right there. By the way, what are you going to talk about?
6: Uh, we're going to get into the MB- NBA MVP odds that we started on yesterday, and we talked about so how you're much. you are bringing McKenzie. I'm McK- in. Oh, for sure, bringing McKenzie. It's in. a
5: two. O- it's like an Andre the Giant type situation. A
6: handicap match.
5: Okay, okay, okay. Although
6: yeah, I'm I- not sure. After yesterday, I don't know if I don't know if McKenzie's still on my side after yesterday. So
5: after your loser?
6: No, after after Embiid's performance yesterday. After Embiid got his his shot blocked yesterday at the buzzer.
5: All right. Well, let's, let's see. Listen. He's the NBA expert. So let's do this. Give us the current odds for the NBA MVP.
6: Current odds Nikola Jokic now the favorite, minus 140. Joel Embiid plus 125. Giannis 10 to 1.
5: Okay, so Colin today led off his show here on FSR, The Herd, and says, That is an MVP. I saw, you know, there's a famous Rolling Stone review. John Landau was his name, or is his name. He was a writer for Rolling Stone in '75. He said the following: "I saw the future of rock and roll." His name is Bruce Springsteen. Okay, Landau became his manager like six months later <laughs> and made like a hundred million. So it, it was a good it, it was a good review. Colin was like, "I don't think he's going to be managing Giannis after this," but he said, "I saw an MVP, and that's what he looks like." And then. Um, uh, the first things first. Guy came on and said, "What's his name? Nick Wright. Nick Wright. Nick Wright came on and said he thinks it's absurd if anyone but Giannis would win. But the odds say ten to one, a clear, distant third favor. So one, if you agree with you know what they're saying, hey, ten to one is juicy. I don't think so. But what's your thoughts, McKenzie?"
4: The Bucs are only a half game out of first in the East, so that's in his favor for Giannis. Giannis is slightly behind Jokic in player efficiency rating, so that's in his favor. Above and hold on, hold
5: on a second. Slightly behind. So what player efficiency rating are we using?
4: Uh, John Hollinger's developed player efficiency rating. All right, so PER. Yeah.
5: Okay, and what's the
4: numbers? Jokic would be an all-time record, 32.7 okay, player so efficiency rating. That, okay, that,
5: that's interesting. <laughs> that's interesting. You know what? Let's let this marinate. The, the, if you want to think about how biased a person could be, literally wonder in the next minute or so, could you get more biased than saying, eh, he has a slight edge over... Him. And then, under his breath, he goes, by the way, it would be an all-time record. Michael Jordan, Korean, with all-time record. Is that the most biased presentation you've ever heard? Ponder. So, what do you want to say, McKay? Do you want to apologize? What do you want to say? I want to apologize to Nikola Jokic. He
4: should be commended for no, setting his player No, apologize to the rate. nation. But Giannis would be second all time. It actually isn't that big of a gap. Both of these guys are having historic seasons. Wait,
5: you're saying you're saying Giannis's score this year would be the best of all time if it wasn't for the Joker? Yes. So what are those numbers? It's 30 is like a great year, right? Yeah, Jokic
4: right now is at 32.7. Giannis is at 32.4. Okay, all right. MB, by the way, 31.0. And be way back. So
5: that's your guy, AJ. So ha-
6: having three guys, you know, the top three all time in this metric in the last three years, has something with the game changed dramatically? That's making seasons now look much better than they well, did in the past.
5: But I would make the following case: if you look at the the top of all time, I mean, we're just reading down the list here. You want to make that a little bigger? Is uh, Wilt Chamberlain? Had the highest of all time prior. So right now it's Jokic, Jokic this year. It's Giannis this year. Giannis in 1920. So the the year that was the bubble year. That's the three highest of all time. But then Wilt, Wilt, MJ, LeBron, Wilt, MJ, LeBron, and again LeBron was 2012 and 13. The second time eight oh eight oh nine. The first time. Curry 1560. so really and then last year's the Joker was a uh, 12. so to me I would say no I would say if any I would say that these players are playing at an all-time high but I would say if you look at the spread here will from you know many many years ago obviously in the 60s was four and five MJ obviously it's been a while he's still the best ever you see yeah so I mean listen. Anyone that is diminishing the joker is, doesn't understand basketball. Let me just say that plainly, is if you think Jokic is not an elite player, that he wouldn't be deserving. I mean, I think reasonable people can disagree. I'm not sure. Does Giannis? Maybe. But I, it just feels like Giannis won it two years in a row when they were focused on amazing regular seasons. They've changed. The Bucks are focused on the playoffs, the regular season. Now, they may slip in and be the one seed. They may not. I mean, they were behind Chicago not that long ago. So, I think in general, Giannis is having a great... Now, you could say, well, the Joker, they're in sixth. They might be in the play-in. Okay, but if you look at the record... Of Denver, it's not that far off. So,
6: if they are in the play in, does that change you know, the Bill, perspective Bill on it? Simmons
5: said that. And, 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 you know, listen, he gives a lot of thought to this stuff. So, I see it. You know, we actually, here's what we'll do let's take our last break. I'm going to give an NBA or check that NFL season win total, a makeup. For AJ. Thank you. And though, we'll tell you, because we profiled what are the elements that make an NBA MVP, we'll tell you how high they finish in the standings or team and how high they usually finish in PER.
6: Deal with a dead battery, head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. So next time you're having battery trouble, head to AutoZone, your battery solution and America's number one battery destination. He's RJ Bell. I'm AJ Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio.
3: Straight
0: out of Vegas. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific.
5: Mike check, hey. Mike check.
1: Do hey. you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game? What's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one on one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. To make your next move your best move. And tap in with me on KJ Live, wherever you get your podcast from.
3: Covino and Rich here. And whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends,
5: I'm RJ Bell. We are straight out of A. And I'm
6: A.J. Hoffman. Dealing with a dead battery, AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. So next time you're having battery trouble, head to AutoZone, your battery solution, and America's number one battery destination.
5: We're talking about the NBA MVP. Current odds are. Jokic
6: minus 140, Joel Embiid plus 125, Giannis 10 to 1.
5: Okay, now historically, what makes up, what makes an MVP. We did a regression analysis, you could call it. By the way, I got a best, a make-up best bet coming up here in a couple minutes. And I've got a behind-the-scenes story to tell. All right. Uh, so, McKenzie did this work at my behest. Remember in Godfather 2, when they uh Fiftieth anniversary of one, by the way, and they're they're uh, testifying in Congress. And he goes, "Is it true that you killed a Michael Colleone's behest?" I kind of like that yeah. behest. Okay, so I don't know if Mackenzie didn't like the behest part, but he just took the notes from off the screen. <laughs> <laughs> we ready? Yes, sir. All right. So. He's got an MVP spelled right, then profile spelled P-O-F-I-E. Okay, but, but, here's what's interesting. French. 11 of the last 13 MVPs have been first in PER. Now, think about that for a second. I mean, it's not first or second or third. First. First. Of all the players in the NBA, so, you know, what, you got 15 per team? So, uh, 450, 450 yeah. NBA players, the number 1 PER guy has won it all but two years of the last 13. That's pretty wild. It shows you how much that's a respected stat, PER. Um, also, the other main factor, and the two exceptions, by the way, Derrick Rose and 10-11, people hate that one for a lot of reasons, I guess. And then fourteen, fifteen. that would be Steph. With the Warriors, right? So Steph wasn't number one, huh? No, huh.
4: he had his breakout year last, the next year, but fourteen, fifteen, he was. He
5: but was wasn't one. wasn't he unanimous that year?
4: He was unanimous the next
6: year. Okay,
5: okay, when he was number
6: one. And McKenzie said before that it's it's much more difficult for guards to have success in this metric.
5: Well, I think it's now because there's not as many classic centers. I think back in the day. It would have been. Would you agree with that, McKenzie? It's just about the lack of, of true centers on some teams.
4: Yeah, so the centers that are
5: out there are goblin of a bunch of rebounds, right? Yeah. To the top of these stats. Except you look at Jokic, he doesn't play like a center. I mean, no. he plays like a point forward. I, I got my best bet here in a minute. I'm going to give you 30 seconds to make the case for Embiid.
6: I think that the the Sixers until yesterday were a game out of the first play, the one seed in the East, and just the fact that Jokic is on that line where he could end up in the play-in game.
5: Mm-hmm. Except, what's their record? Look at their record when I give the last profile on an MVP. Ten of the last 13 years, the MVP's team has been first in their conference. Not two, not three, first exception was Westbrook's triple-double year. He was sixth and the Joker last year. So really think about how strong this is. The idea that PR number one, 11 of 13 years, number one in your conference, 10 of 13 years. Now, let me think, it's probably not going to be anyone meeting both those criteria this year, but if you want one of them, eh. I don't think the Celtics guy is going to win it if they win it. Right, anything else?
6: Oh, go ahead. The record. The Nuggets 45 and 31. The Sixers 46 and 29. So the Sixers a game and a half better than, than the Nuggets. Oh, right well, now. Then, that,
5: then obviously Embiid.
6: And I guess, and you, you said yesterday this isn't the case, but me as someone who doesn't watch every NBA game, my thought was that Joel Embiid was a superior defensive player.
5: And I think most people think he is, but if you look at the numbers this year, he actually, the Joker's having a great defensive year. And plus, he's tough. Don't mess with them. (laughs) All right, here's my makeup pick for... Now, listen, I'm not going to tell you after. You should have bet something I didn't tell you to bet either. We're going to go with under the win total, under for the Dallas Cowboys. And this one's simple. What's the offseason about? It's about how did you end the year, meaning how good were you? What was that roster like at the end of the year? And how many of that roster are you bringing forward? So, Tampa Bay, when they thought they were gonna lose Brady, it was, yeah, they were great last year, but without Brady, they plummeted. And while Brady's back, back. Right. Well, look at Dallas. Their number one receiver, number one, not number two. He's gone. And in a controversy, in a way. And you look at it, they're losing other people too. And uh, Randall or Randy Gregory. Mm-hmm kind of taunting him in a way. I mean, it feels like when you got Jerry Jones going on having to explain himself, I think it's a pretty strong sign Dallas is not. I mean, look at how effectively... And I know the NFC is easier. And by the way, the win total is 10.5. That's crazy. What was that story you're going to tell about my prediction? I was to say that RJ. we
6: went through all 32 teams. RJ hadn't taken a look at the updated odds. And... I would say 29 out of 32, he was within within one game of. Well, In half 30? a game, I'd say. I'd say yeah, well, it, it was very close on almost all of them.
5: And, but this Dallas one, I was guessing Dallas like 9.5. Dallas one flabbergasted and a half. you. Under 10.5 wins, best bet makeup, and you know I'm taking that very seriously. All
6: right, if you missed any of today's show, including us discussing the magic that it would be for Tiger Woods to come back and the cockroach bookies and what they're stealing from you, you can check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com. We're going to be back tomorrow, 6 p.m. eastern. Eastern, 3 o'clock Vegas time. He's RJ Bell. I'm AJ Huffman. We are straight out of Vegas.
3: Straight out of Vegas!
0: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.